The Trump administration is in the process of rolling back Obama-era safeguards on rivers, streams, and wetlands from hazardous and toxic chemicals. Public hearings on the proposed rules that would limit the extent of those protections are set for the end of February. So it's very timely that a new report released February 7th details how waterways are already threatened by industrial pollution and need more protection, not less. Environment America and Frontier Group took a year to produce the comprehensive study, and its sense of urgency is professed in its title, Accidents Waiting to Happen. The reason that we thought of that title is that when we look at what happens when we take billions of pounds of toxic waste generated from all kinds of facilities like fracking waste ponds uh, or coal ash ponds or toxic chemical storage facilities, and we put those billions of gallons of waste near our rivers, lakes, and streams, there are accidents waiting to happen. That's John Rumpler of the Environment America Research and Policy Center and one of the authors of the report. The study focuses on five risky sources of contamination in the U.S., fracking, industrial facilities, coal ash from power plants, oil pipelines and trains, and animal waste from large-scale farms. All contain massive amounts of pollutants and are often located near bodies of water. And so we took a look at these facilities and documented some of the damage that they've already done, especially when there's flooding or hurricanes or explosions and so forth. And, you know, as a word of caution, like, here's how we can prevent these problems in the future. The report shows that every area of the country has its particular risks. For instance, Minnesota has hog farm lagoons. New Jersey has high concentrations of toxic chemical facilities. And in North Dakota, there are a lot of oil pipelines that can rupture and trains that could derail. The report goes into detail about accidents that have already occurred, such as spills from coal ash ponds in Tennessee and pipeline leaks in California. With fracking, for instance, spills of highly contaminated wastewater pits near rivers and other bodies are common and has happened in Colorado and Pennsylvania, among other states. Given that there are 400,000 miles of oil pipelines across the country and 140,000 miles of train tracks that carry crude, and that both are often located alongside or across waterways, the report warns that the past is prologue and future disasters are, well, accidents waiting to happen. I think we should just take a step back and ask ourselves, does it really make sense for us to be producing billions of pounds of toxic waste in the first place? The path Rumpler and his team are recommending seems similar to that of fighting climate change. Rumpler says that we have the capacity to move to 100% clean, renewable energy, and when that occurs, we won't need oil trains and pipelines, coal ash-producing power plants, or fracking waste pits. The same goes for large-scale manure-producing hog and dairy farms. We need to move towards more sustainable agricultural operations so we won't even have these manure waste pits to begin with. In the meantime, the study recommends against locating any new hazardous waste facilities right next to water sources. They also urge stronger enforcement of the laws already in place and definitely not rolling back any part of the Clean Water Act. Rumpler thinks that most Americans assume that any waterways they care about are under protection of the Clean Water Act, and if a polluter dumps contaminants into a river, the federal government will hold them accountable. But he says that won't happen under the Trump administration's plans to strip protections from thousands of streams and millions of acres of wetlands. We can and should do better, he says. We absolutely can do this. This is not a technical question. This is not a scientific question. This is a matter of the public interest and political will. 
and I know that we can harness the energy and ingenuity of this nation to ensure that we keep our waterways clean and prevent these toxic hazards. Rumpler says that for people concerned about the plans to repeal the Obama administration's clean water rule and replace it with what he calls a dirty water rule, they should send their feedback to the EPA. The agency has not yet opened the comment period, but a link when it is can be found at our website, h2oradio.org. From Denver, I'm Jamie Sudler.